0: Welcome back to my podcast. I know it's been a minute. I know it's been a minute, you know, Um, life's been happening and pretty much I just want to dive in today's episode. However, I have a special guest, Melissa. Um, She's a really good, really good friend of mine and we're pretty much just going to be diving into a couple of things and we thank you for listening and let's just get right to it. All right, so Melissa, we're just gonna dive right in. Um, I just have uh, kind of sections that we're gonna tackle and then we're just gonna, it's pretty much like a conversation. That's pretty much how it always is for us. So one of the first things that we're gonna talk about um, titled is where am I? So Melissa, where are you right now? Like how's the healing journey, if healing from anything? Um, And we can just dive in and start from that standpoint
1: okay so when you first said where am i i thought like location wise
0: <laughs> so no. i decided to be like ah
1: you I mean, know but um <clears throat> so i guess the question is where am i in my healing journey where in my journey
0: um
1: i'm in a, honestly I'm not gonna lie and this is a good question because yesterday you know i had a moment i'm mm-hmm. not gonna lie to you mm-hmm. and um, i'm at a space in my healing journey where it's kind of very ugly i'm not gonna lie it's been uglier before but it's It's really ugly to the point where I'm not going to lie. I kind of dread the work in a way because it Mm. gets like, I want to do the work, but you know, the work is not pretty. It's not beautiful. That's why a lot of people just never do it. They just stray away from working on themselves. And that's why, you know, they're like 40 year olds and they're like, they can't have like good relationships. They're narcissists and all types of stuff. But I see why they don't want to do the work. I see why people just walk around in their BS like forever. But I also feel I'm afraid of being that way. So I, I want to do the work. But um, I started reading this book. And I don't know if I told you, I think I told you about boundaries and stuff. But I started reading this book. And um, it's by Nidra. Gosh, I wish I had it closer to me. But um, because within this last year, so many things have taken place in my life. And I want to say, really, within the past two years, that made me. You know, ask myself how did I find myself here? You know, how did I find myself avoiding certain friendships I used to love? How did I find myself, you know, being so unhappy around certain people, being unhappy around my family? How did I find myself, you know, calling myself an introvert when I like I'm I love being around people? How did I find myself, um, being angry at myself at other people? Um, how did I find myself just so unhappy and so? With doing that, with asking those questions, especially praying and asking God, he's been revealing to me that, you know, it's really a lack of boundaries, you know what I'm saying? And, um, like, yesterday, you know, I was reading the book, right, and usually if a book is, like, really good, I'll read it, like, within a day, but this is the book that, honestly, I've been taking my time to read. At first, I was like, it's such a good book, that's why, but then when I realized is that, because when I started to read it, I started to feel really sad, I started to feel really down, and I just started to feel anxious, too, because it was hitting. It was really speaking to me, and it made me realize like where I failed. It made me realize even where my parents have failed, things in my childhood, you know, it's like it's always, you know hard when you're doing the work when you have to realize those things. But then I like stopped and um I put it down and I prayed and I just started to worship because I was just like, one, I don't want to be sad, and I don't want to be in that space. But um you know, where I'm at in my journey is honestly, it's very lonely. It's honestly very lonely. Talk about Um, it. Talk
0: about it.
1: Yeah. It's very, very lonely because it's hard to explain to people the darkness because, you know, it's just like, I don't want to talk about it, but it's very lonely. Um, I feel very isolated right now. um, And um, but I feel like it's very needed, um, very needed before I can go back out and just be that all over the place, super high energy, bubbly people person, Melissa. Like if I, I, God, basically what he did is that he stopped me and put me in a place where I didn't have school to distract me. I didn't have work to distract me. I didn't have, oh, I got to pay this bill. I got to pay rent. I have to turn this assignment. You know, you know, I was a crackhead family. And I had like two jobs running a business in nursing school. Yeah. And I ripped The whole point of that was because I was trying to distract myself. I was running away from doing the work. You know, I was running away from me being honest with myself. And so... God put me in a position right now where I have no other choice but to sit with myself, sit with my decisions, sit with um, my habits, sit with my mindset, sit with my depression, my anxiety, sit with my anger that I have towards people, sit with my anger, not even anger towards church or anything, but sit with my uncomfortability with church and religion. So it's just been a really hard, hard, hard past six months. So that's where I'm at.
0: Wow. All of that all of that was so good to me you have no idea and i just knew like i knew that i needed to make a podcast i've been putting this off for some time and then i was like you know what tonight i'm gonna make a podcast And then I was like, you know what? I think I should invite somebody on the podcast. And I'm like, let me call it Melissa. So I'm like, I just knew that for one, God was leading us to this point. But just for you to just be so vulnerable and open about your journey, like Melissa, girl, I feel you 1000%. You don't understand. It's hard. And I wish I can like kind of circle back to some of the things that you said. But there are a lot of things that stuck out. Like, bro, this journey is lonely. Like, I think I've expressed that to you as well in the past, like, Feeling so so lonely, and I couldn't make sense of it completely. I mean, in a sense, I did because I knew there were just so many emotional shifts that I was going through, especially in the relationships that I that I had, and um, it was just crazy. And the fact that you're able to relate in this way and to see, like, bro, Sam, like, I get you 100. Like, girl, oh my goodness! Like, I, told I really... you I
1: texted you that one day, and I'm like, dang, like, I get it now. Like, when yeah. Conversation when you would pick me up from my job, and you were basically expressing to me not that you didn't want to pick me up or you didn't want to help, but it was just like you can't but help but feel drained. And like reading the book and like stuff like that, it's like it's starting to click to me, just like you know, feeling like you know, you have no boundaries with people, and it's like you're spreading yourself thin. At first, I didn't understand, I was like, What else am I supposed to do? But now I could be at a place where I appreciate that conversation, I respect it, I honor it, you know. And I look back and I'm like, Okay, how could I? do better in the future with somebody tries to have that conversation with me how can i affirm and respect their boundaries so that you know my boundaries can be respected and affirmed as well like i've gotten used to when somebody tells me or not when somebody tells me but i've gotten used to when i tell somebody i don't like something or just simply expressing myself it's never being it's never been affirmed it's always been met with combativeness it's always been met with well you know this and that like how what about this and what about that or you did this to me so I'm not gonna respect your boundaries so naturally I projected that onto you so mm. you know yeah
0: and I appreciate that it, it takes a certain level of I feel like emotional maturity to get to that place and I'm just so proud like honestly I had to take a minute to just affirm my sister y'all don't understand I feel like for one Melissa no I definitely know Melissa is probably my oldest she is my oldest friend for one but it's just I, I and I've been thinking love- about this too I was like Um, even before I, um, even before today's episode, I was just like thinking to myself, I was literally in the shower, like trying to plan out like what I was going to do. I'm like, Melissa, (laughs) and she hates when I do this, but I, I just, I just feel like I have to, it's not even gassing it. It's not gassing right now. It's just really letting her know how much I love and appreciate her. It's just... I, ha- I feel like the type of friendship that we have is where I feel comfortable enough to be myself. And I feel like there are a lot of people, probably most people that have come in contact with me have not been able to see me in the light that you have. And I thank you for seeing the, mo- the many versions of who I am. You know what I mean? Oh, and that means so much because here I am. And one of the I- things that I'm going to be getting into in where I'm at right now is that I am at a place where I'm learning as hard as it is, I'm learning that um, I can't change the minds of um, of the people around me in the sense of like um, someone will always have this version of you in their heads that is not you and you can't do and you shouldn't force to to try to change their to try to change their mind about it and as uncomfortable as that is for me because i'm somebody like if there's a conflict if there's an issue especially if i'm the cause of that then i'm going to do everything in my power to make sure that okay are we right. good can we be good but people,
1: to that's know, a lack of boundaries that's a that's one of the side effects of a lack of boundaries right is your or it's your job to fix it or even wanting to control how people may perceive you right or let, So, yeah, that's big.
0: That is such a struggle of mine. And it's hard because, especially going through the many emotional shifts that I've gone through, it's like, well, I mean, I know that I can't change this person's mind, but damn, I really wish I could because what they see or what they have in mind is not at all who I am. And maybe there was a version of me that is like that, not all the time. And I can't do anything about that to change, I can't change that person's mind. And it's so frustrating. And it's crazy because, um, I wanted to get into this after, but I feel like this is a perfect moment to bring this up. Um, I was watching an episode of The Real, mind you. I don't like really. I really don't like watching The Real only because I feel like, "Mm," anyway, it's not completely my cup of tea. But there was an episode where um, I think they, the ladies, were pretty much explaining um, one of the hardest conversations that they've had to have with themselves, and pretty much Lonnie, she expressed that. she had a conversation where she was pretty much like, why don't people like me? And that's a big question to ask when you think about it, especially with her being in the public eye, especially with her being on the show and being a um, right. a, a host and dealing with the many pressures that comes with people not liking you and ha- they have um, them having their own opinions of who you are. And it's just like, why would she say this? Like, that doesn't make any sense. And it's crazy because she got so emotional and I appreciated like how vulnerable and open she was about just the fact that she's learning to like herself. No matter if someone doesn't like her, and that's hard. That's hard for me because I'm learning, I'm growing, but I know I have a long ways to go. But I've I've come from so much, and I've come so far. But anyway, um, where that's pretty much where I'm at, and then some. It's. Um. Uh, honestly, give it, to us. give it to us. It's honestly by the grace of God. It's like the best way that I can put it. God has led me to making this podcast, and I don't know what He's going to do with it. But at this point, it's like Lord, I just want to be along for the ride. Um, and it's hard because, especially within my my spiritual journey, um, I feel like I appreciate the moments where, um, it's just me and God, and I feel like for a long time there are moments where I didn't fully understand or fully appreciate until I realized, like, it's just me and you at the end of the day. You know what I mean? And it's the way that I'm now becoming more open to the process of letting things happen in his way and understanding certain things. And um, it's hard. It's really hard. It's hard letting go of what you know. It's hard letting go of wanting to do your own thing. It's hard letting go of pain. Like, I, and it's crazy because it's something that I realized recently. I've been holding on, Melissa I and y'all who are listening, I've been holding on to so much pain to the point where I've obsessed over my pain over and over and over and over and over again. I, I think about it. Um, when I go to sleep, when I wake up, it's the first thing wow. in my mind Um, throughout the day. I am I think I'm fine. And then I'm triggered by something. And then I think about something that's happened. And then I'm just like in this. And it's crazy because God revealed that like you're just obsessing over your pain like that, that there's no room for me in that. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And it's hard to kind of just like, re, like recalibrate and like train your mind to think something else when you when you feel like you've been through so much trauma. You know right. what I mean? And it's kind of like shaped your way of thinking is kind of conditioning you into like, well, this is all that I know. All that I know is pain. All that I know is, is being able to look at things, th- is being able to look at things through a perspective and a lens of being in pain. Go ahead, girl. You got your hand up. Go ahead. Go ahead.
1: Um, That's crazy that she said that because, <clears throat> you know, you know, when you have thoughts in your mind and you just never verbalize it, you know, how just you have inner dialogue. Yeah. Something I feel like I've told myself for the longest Sometimes I literally think myself into a bad place, or I don't know, like something I'm just always telling myself is that I've been through so much. Like, I don't know why that's like the theme song in my head. Like, wow. I'll just be sitting here all normal, and I'm just like, I've been through so much. Like, and it's like kind of in a way that, like, not like, oh, I over, like, yes, I just picked myself and said, no, Melissa, like, you overcame, you know, mm-hmm. a lot. But I used to, or I, I do this thing where I'm just like, I've just been through so much, you know, like, really discouraging. And, um, you know, it's hard because it's like, you know, I'm not going to lie like there's so much more to me, like, you know what I'm saying? Like and I know that, you know, cuz I sit with myself. I mm-hmm. I am me. So I know my pain, I know my trauma, I know the things that happened in my childhood. I know the things that happened to me recently. I know the things I struggle with and it's hard for me not to kind of throw a pity party for myself or mm-hmm. it's hard for me to not kind of, you know, just really dwell on like that pain, you know? And it's hard for me not to look at things through that way because now and I'm trying to change that because I feel like I'm going to rob myself of so many great things or mm. of so many great opportunities. Like, you know, I don't want, you know, me not to be able to enjoy life because I just keep telling myself I've been through so much, you know, and I and I, I sit in that, you know? So, um, yeah, it's hard once you've been through like a lot of things like we have, you know, it's really hard to not feel that way, you know, not to feel like that. So, mm.
0: And especially hard um, because I feel like I'm in a, can I call it a season, a moment, I don't know, a lifestyle, but just day by day trying to grow more comfortable in, in me, including my voice. And it's so hard because I feel like, you know, I'm cool or whatever, but sometimes it's like, uh, sure, I guess. And I feel like, I don't know, it's hard. It's not completely hard to explain, but I just feel like in- it's kind of like going back to like um one of the episodes, one of the last episodes that I had um, of taking ownership of myself and understanding like, OK, I am this person. I have these thoughts. I have these opinions. And they don't necessarily have to be thoughts or opinions. It's just I am this person and I present myself in this way and I'm good. You know what I mean? And for so long, I that was like, if anything, the theme song for my life was like I just never felt good enough. For the longest, I never felt pretty enough. I never felt like I always felt like I was I was fat. I was just uh, I was just I just felt like I was a mess. I was just like I'm not good enough. I feel like I'm not smart enough, or I don't I don't sing that well, or I don't I don't write that well, or whatever. I just felt like God, sure you've made me this way, but it's not good enough, you know. And it's crazy because I didn't realize like how long i had that way of thinking and how much like you mentioned in terms of robbing like all the good things that can come to you how much it robbed me and how in in my growth as a as a as a woman as a black woman as um in my spiritual journey it's just girl it's been a mess but Mm -hmm. there's been a mess um one thing that i'm also trying to learn which is so funny and god is so funny um is that like i'm learning how or i'm trying to learn how to love people i don't necessarily like and it's hard because I think about, ooh, you're like this, and it's hard for me not to treat you this way. It's hard for me not to project that I obviously I'm not rocking with you right now because I know who you are, but right. I'm still called to love you, and that's so hard, especially when you try to establish boundaries with someone who's who mm-hmm. crossed them over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Like, what is what's your take on that?
1: Um, honestly, I feel like for me personally, or Yeah, I'll say for me personally, I don't think I struggle with that. If anything, I struggle with, because I feel like for me, I'm always trying to kind of resonate with people. So I might meet somebody and they might have bad habits, bad mannerisms, might be disrespectful. And although I don't like the disrespect, I'm in my mind like, oh, this person probably had a bad day. Or I don't know, like I've never had a problem. I think i struggle more with calling somebody out with their like i don't know i've never really had a problem with um i've, not, I've never really had a problem with that but it could be to a default though right because mm-hmm. like i said like i don't know like i feel like it could really be to a default and that's how i feel like um there's a beauty it's like finding a balance you know what i'm saying and mm-hmm. like learning to love somebody but also still being able to hold the boundaries that I don't like when you do that. You know what I'm saying? Please don't do that around me or else, you know, next time I won't be around you. But, um, what does, what do you think? Like loving somebody, like in spite of you just not necessarily caring for them and their habit, because that's who they are. You know what I'm saying? So what does that look like to you?
0: I think that's one thing that I'm struggling to to know. I feel like that it's just like a learning process. I feel like for me, <laughs> I feel like I shouldn't necessarily, I shouldn't say like me not necessarily liking them. I think it's just liking who they can become and liking and not, yeah, not liking the, the person that they can become and not liking certain habits that they have and like seeing those, seeing those habits being repeated over and over again. And it, for me, it's, it's more Um, I'm thinking of an example. It seemed very subtle. It seemed like, okay, you know, it it is what it is. Like, I'm helping this person out. But then it was like, oh, like, I'm giving a lot more than this person is. And that's not okay. And they're reaping the benefits of them being able for me. And I talk about being readily available. And I know that many of the relationships that I've had, I was readily available. And it was to my, to my, um, to my detriment. Like, I, I didn't know what boundaries were. And, and I hurt myself so much because I gave constantly. Right. And I was so drained. And I didn't know right. how to express that because I was like, okay, this is the friend that I am. I am the available. And I was like, no, but there's so much more to me than being able to provide in some way. And, also, um, I
1: think another big issue is that there's nothing wrong with... Because also, I'm the same way. I do... I used to, again, like I said, we're in that season, we're in that journey where we're trying to change, we're trying to grow, we're trying to better. I used to be that person who I really found value in helping people, right? Mm -hmm. You know, and being able to, you know, go out of my way, help people, but in every healthy relationship, you have to be able to say no. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I think that was the hard part. And that might be the hard part for you. It's like, yes, you can help, but is it, is it convenient for you? no you know what I'm saying and sometimes you know you got to be comfortable saying no mm-hmm. um like what I want to ask you is why in some of those friendships why were you not comfortable to like just say no did you were you afraid that you know you could lose a friend were you afraid that you know like people could look at you and be like oh like you know well, she's definitely. a bad, and, well, like, definitely and like you know
0: all of that I feel like and it was also with not knowing who I was being so wrapped up in my value came from what someone else thought of me that's where it all stemmed from i just i didn't know who i was i knew that i enjoyed i enjoyed having certain friendships and i enjoyed um i enjoyed being there i enjoyed being that friend that people could rely on but then i just didn't know where those lines were crossed like i didn't know like where to cross those lines healthily is what i'm trying to say and that going back to just like (laughs) Like, just being able to hear myself now speak about just all of this just just shows how much I've grown for one. But like going back to like, Melissa, I promise you, girl, I know who I was. I was so insecure. I needed to feel validated on so many different levels. And it didn't matter who or what it was. It was like, okay, if I do this, then there's value in me. If I do this then they find me valuable. That's where that's where it all stemmed from. That's the best way. That's the only way that I can put it.
1: a lot of us, and this is, I saw this on Instagram, a lot of us, sorry if y'all hear that in the background, (laughs) Um, a lot of us, um, we don't feel like people value us unless we are performing. Yeah. So we can't fathom the fact that people want us around just because of who we are. Like, people actually like us, you know what I'm saying? Like, people, if we don't do nothing, people will still mess with us, you know? And that was me, like. I'm not gonna lie. One of my friendships, you know, don't know where that stands currently, but um,
0: hilarious. Let me stop. <laughs> no,
1: <laughs> seriously. Um, it's I good look good. back and I'm like, you know, this person didn't mean like I don't, I don't think they meant ill asking me for all these favors or whatever. But when I realized, I was like, honestly, I was drained. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, okay, well, I think they didn't hold a gun to my head to do what I did. You know, for me to help them, like it's never an issue. But then what I realized is that okay, Melissa, like, you know, you had to go study, you know, you didn't have a car, you know, you didn't do this blah, 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 and you still went and went out of your way to do it for this person. Why? And I realized, like, why did I feel like I couldn't say no? Or why did and I realized that the reason why is because I didn't feel like I was a value to that person if I wasn't able to help them. And I felt like I had to constantly be performing, you know, so that this relationship or this friendship could thrive or like, you know, what I'm saying like, you know, like, it, it's hard to kind of get out of that, you know, You know, that's that's how I realized. Um, and then I just had to realize that, Melissa, like, first off, in any friendship, you know, obviously you're going to help, and it's, it's an exchange, but also a real friendship is never going to be based off of what you can do for that person, you know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes just your presence alone in a room holds all the way, even if you don't do anything, you have to, you want to be around people where it's just like they value you. You know, they value your presence. You're there. Sometimes the, the fact that you just showed up, it's like, yo, like, ha ha ha, and not like, oh, I'm only gonna talk to you. I'm only gonna talk to you if you're gonna help me or when I need help or if I need something from you. You know what I'm saying? So,
0: yeah. Mm, I feel that. It's crazy because I've never recorded for this long. So they literally gave me a notification talking about heads up. You can only record for 30 minutes. <laughs> um, but we're at 23 minutes now, but we're gonna keep going. So um, it's going to. I'm going to stop it before it hits 30, just so I don't lose anything. And then we're just going to finish it up in the next recording. But, um, I feel you girl. Um, in terms of where I'm at, cause I had, um, like in those sections, I had like subsections, and pretty much I mentioned fear and anxiety and girl, I understand. Like, I know that you have firsthand experience with anxiety as I, as do I. Um, so like, how has that been for you? I feel that
1: (laughs) I'm eating right now while I'm talking to you and honestly I'm so grateful because y'all family I've only told like one person this and it was just Andy. but you know I've had like I've suffered with anxiety pretty much basically most of my life since I was like maybe my first panic attack I was probably like 15 or 16, you no, know, my first anxiety attack. But recently, what I've been experiencing has honestly been really scary. Wow. Like, to the point where it's like, I, I I, don't know, sometimes I'm like, maybe I should tell my parents I need to go to the hospital.
0: <laughs> because. <laughs> it's no, not funny. It's and, not funny. <laughs> no,
1: and I'm dead serious. I know. And that's why I'm just like, okay, Melissa, I need to get help. Whatever it is, if I got to take meds, if I got to go to the hospital, if I got to, but like, this is serious, you know, for me being 21, 22, it's like, dang, like, I can't, I have to, like, learn how to manage it, I have to, you know, but basically for, like, I want to say, like, a good two, like, so I had wore these pants in June, right, they were kind of tight on me or whatever, I tried them again in October, keep in mind, I haven't been working out, I haven't been dieting, I haven't been trying to lose weight, it was so loose on me, Right. And so I'm just like, OK, how jokingly like anxiety, depression. And then I'm having a conversation with my aunt a couple like a month later. And she's just like, oh, like, when do you eat? Like whatever. and Like, blah, blah. I'm like, I just eat when I'm hungry. And she was just like, no, you're not supposed to do that. You know, like the last the only time I did that is when I was depressed. Like when your aunt had died, I was waiting until I was really hungry for me to finally eat. You know, a normal person eats three meals a day or, you know, like, you know, And she was just like, you know, and that's when I realized, like, OK, maybe something is really wrong with me and i started to notice that one i wasn't eating a lot like i was probably eating like one meal a day and my anxiety had gotten so bad it was affecting my physical health Mm. i would literally if i could describe it to you guys like i literally felt like i was gonna die and this would happen like probably for days on end like i would wake up obviously Fun, the weight of the world my my i was on google googling symptoms like what is wrong with me y'all like i would have shortness of breath like really bad shortness of breath i wouldn't have an appetite um i was frequently urinating i was having headaches um i was having joint and muscle pain y'all and then on top of that i was losing like mad weight and the reason why is because whenever i was trying to eat i would feel nauseous like bro i remember this one day I hadn't eaten probably in like, 24 hours. I was like, I need to eat something. I need to eat something. So I ordered some food, and I literally tried to force myself to eat it. I felt so sick, like, super, 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 super sick. But I'm like, yo, this is the longest I've probably gone without eating. Like, I need to eat something. So I literally was forcing myself to eat some crackers, and it was so hard. I literally felt like my throat was going to close up. Like, And that's when I realized, like, okay, Melissa, like, one, this stuff is starting to mess with my health. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm over here on Google, like, what's wrong with me? Am I gonna die? But I'm realizing, like, Melissa, listen, these are all symptoms of somebody with, like, acute anxiety disorder. Like, you know what I'm saying? And so it's been really, really hard in this season because I've been pretty much anxious for, like, months on end and um, you know, to the point where it's affecting my health. You know, it's affecting me eating. It's affecting everything. You know, like, I'm having joint pain, headaches. I'm having, like, Headache. like I said, headaches I'm having joint pain shortness of breath um just all types of stuff acne like my skin has been breaking out um I'm losing my hair I'm gonna lie to you like my edges no, mama, oh my god and I'm trying to find all types of hair oil um anxiety is not fun and you know I just wish more people talked about it you know because people just think it's just obsessively worrying about something but it is that but then it's just so much more because it's like I wish I knew, how bad it could get before it could, it got to this point um because this honestly has been pretty scary mm-hmm. but um yeah like what i've been doing i literally fought to get to this place honestly like i i was like okay i've had enough like i started just anytime i felt overwhelmed i just started praying i started doing devotionals i started reading psalm 91 you know i started watching sermons even if Like sometimes at night I have a hard time sleeping because also, I like I said, I was not sleeping as well. I don't know if I said I wasn't sleeping. But I started taking melatonin. But I didn't want to become dependent on the melatonin, Mm -hmm. you know. I wanted to actually be able to sleep. Like, I don't want to be dependent on it. I would just turn on a sermon. Like, it's just, you know, try to sleep, you know, like, you know, just really fighting, just really telling myself, like, you know, it's okay. Like, reminding myself that the things I'm stressing about, the things I'm worried about. I'm stressing about it like it's under my control. You mm. know what I'm saying? Like, you know, so it's been really interesting. <laughs> really interesting. That.
0: I'm sorry, that was long, but No, it's okay. I'm about to stop recording because I didn't want to cut you off, but I was like, oh my gosh, I hope she stops talking really quick. Wait, <laughs> oh, you did start yet? Yes, I started. Oh, it's fine, it's Let fine, it's fine. <laughs> 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 Honestly, they don't even respond to you. I was about to show some drinking and say you
1: should <laughs> <laughs> okay to get a contract written up before we start promoting that is hilarious
0: but i think i want it's, to incorporate some type of like a video like element to the podcast if like if I, people can see me being recorded or i don't know i don't know i think it'd be really good and girl you know you are a whole director girl so i know you. oh my gosh <laughs> oh no but anyway going back to what we were last talking about uh this anxiety stuff is not it's not it's not sweet. It's no joke, and it's crazy because recently, Melissa, I actually had a panic attack at work, and it was oh. like what two days before Thanksgiving, probably. I'm not exactly sure. Um, and it was actually the idea of coming to see you, and um, yeah, it was crazy because it was not necessarily you, but I think it was the idea of being like in a space with um maybe uh, people I haven't seen in a while or feeling like, I just feel like I've just been so closed off from the world in a sense that I almost don't know how to speak to people or know how to have like like healthy social interactions. So it just became extremely overwhelming and then, and triggering at the same time. And I'm, like, literally at work. And I'm, like, hold on. Why am I feeling so nervous? Hold on. And I'm, like, oh, I can't breathe. Oh, no, no, no. And then no, I'm telling, no. um, no. it was crazy because I was closing. And I'm, like, I was telling my ship, like, uh, I think I got to go. Mind you, like, we're, we close together. So if one person leaves and they, like, it's pretty much nothing else can get done because one person has left and he was like are you sure you don't need to just sit down and stuff I "I sit down but like I'm not feeling well I think I gotta go home so pretty much I ended up not working for like the rest of my shift and I'm glad that he was understanding um but yeah it was so hard because like um I I was crying I was so emotional because I was like I just don't know and it's crazy because I think um I have um I can remember probably having at least maybe three panic attacks in my life. And that one being the third. So, and I don't have panic attacks. Like I, I have anxiety, but I don't have panic attacks. They don't come often. So for me to even get to this place where like, Oh, like this is bothering you. That's not okay. You know what I mean? And um, it's crazy. Cause I, I ended up calling a good friend of mine and I was like, girl, and mind you, like I didn't feel like she would understand only because I don't feel like she deals with mental health in the same way that I did. Um, mm-hmm. and th- in the same way that I do but it was it was nice it was comforting to to just have a listening ear and I feel like a, an issue that I have with me is just feeling like sometimes I don't call or sometimes I feel like I don't express certain things because by default I feel like people don't care and I, <laughs> I don't know why and I feel like that's just the, that's a the me thing I, I really feel like people I'm, don't care <laughs> I
1: feel like people think I'm secretive sometimes Like I be in my head like hold on like should I say this like do people care like am I wrong if I don't share this it's not I don't want to it's just like you know how, like, certain people, like, I could name, like, ten people in my head who just every inconvenience, any little thing that happens, they're on the phone, they're calling somebody, they're talking to people, and they're just sharing it. That's not me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I really, I don't know, like, I think something's wrong with me, but go ahead.
0: <laughs> no, I don't think there's anything wrong with you, because I feel like and I'm in the same way, like, <laughs> I I deal with that, too but it's crazy because oh my gosh going back to that and just dealing with anxiety in general like bro it's so hard especially when you feel like for me I know that it's it's a struggle for me to to like to kind of just turn off my brain to not think certain things and it's and that goes with the the obsession that I can have over the problems that 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 are going wrong or like the problems that I'm having in my life and the things that are going wrong in my life and it's and it's crazy because I just feel like god I can't stop myself from thinking this way and I'm glad that God gave me perspective, especially. Oh, I'm going to bring this up. I'm glad. I'm I'm so grateful for perspective because I realized um, in um, in understanding how hurt I've been with so many things that have gone on in my life, especially with the specific situation. is like, Lord, I still I'm still hurting over this, and I know that it happened a while ago, but I'm still hurting over this. And um, I don't know if <laughs> I don't know if he led me to to think this or if he actually spoke to me. I really don't remember how this went, but I remember I was at work, and I pretty much realized that like you know God can instantly take away the pain that I have. But I realized if He were to take away that pain, I don't think like I don't think I would be the person that I am today in terms of how much I've grown. I don't think that would that wouldn't be the case. You know what I mean? That wouldn't be the case at all. And also, I feel like. It would be like, what would what would be the point of me even going through that if I didn't if I didn't like um, have the lessons to follow that if I didn't have like, OK, now I know and I've grown so much because of this. And also, I feel like it it wouldn't leave. It wouldn't have been as much. It wouldn't have left as much of an impact as it did if he were to instantly take it away from me. You know what I mean? and And, and I just realized it's just so layered. It's not necessarily the pain, but it's the process of going through pain and experiencing that. You know what I mean? Right, right,
1: right. That's crazy. Girl, I tell you, this is God's net. But I was, that's how I felt some type of last night. Opened my word. And um, forgot what verse, but I could read it to you. And if y'all know, y'all know. It says... Three different times I begged the Lord to take it away. Each time he said, my grace is all you need. My power works best in weakness. Mm. So now I had to boast about my weakness so that the power of Christ can work through me. That's why I take pleasure in my weakness and in the insults, hardships, persecutions, and troubles that I suffer for Christ. For when I am weak, then I am strong. And it was like, wow, like so often, you know, like, for example, struggling with mental health, you know, it's like, damn, God, why can't I be normal? Why can't you fix me? Why? What is wrong with me? Why am I sadder than the the normal person? You know, why is my base level, you know, like, it's just like, you know, you are just even then, like, certain things happen or you struggle with certain things or, you know, you have certain hardships. And it's like you're praying, you're asking God, fix it. Take it away. You got that quick fix. But it's like, God didn't say the solution is all you need. But he said, my grace is all you need. My power works best in weakness. And we're so focused on the solution. Like, we're thinking, that's it. Like, God, once you solve this problem, everything's going to be okay. I'm going to be good. But, like, our, our the solution to our problem is not what we need. You know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes what we need is to completely rely on God's power and his grace. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's why a lot of times we pray about things and we cry and we beg and we plead with God. And it's We're still struggling with things. But it's like, if you didn't. If he was to fix those things for you right now, would you still depend on him? Would you still pray? Like sometimes that's the only way that we are communicating with God is when we're pleading and asking him to help us out or do this for us or to, you know, help us to forgive. If he was to fix everything, we wouldn't see a need for his grace, his power, you know, his mercy. So I'm really glad that you brought that up because honestly, like, you know, it makes me kind of change perspective and kind of be grateful for my struggles and the things that I go through and the hardships that I have because it's like, dang, like, you know, for example, you see how we're such we're such self-reflective people. Like you know, we we we're we're talking about doing the work, and we're talking about this. Like seventy percent, I'm not even gonna say like, oh yeah, I'd say seventy percent of people that we see, grown adults, they don't have those type of conversation or that type of di- that type, this type of dialogue. They'd rather talk about other things than talk about doing the work. And the reason why is because I feel like for us is because we've been through so much. You know what I'm saying? We've experienced so much that we have no other choice but to do the work you know we know what that is and we do it because we have no other choice but it's like it could have been differently we, we if we didn't go through the things that we went through we wouldn't see the need to work on ourselves to want to be the best versions of ourselves or to see where we can correct ourselves or to see that you know we're not perfect and we're constantly learning and this is a journey a lot of people they walk around with the mentality that i've arrived and that this is they've reached a destination and this is it for them there's no room for accountability there's no room for you know correction a lot of people are just like this is me take it you know like i did i went through this when i was little and this is why i am how i am and this is why I, i'm i'm a shitty person i have a bad attitude and you know i want to make everybody else's life hell because this is what happened to me and And it's just kind of like you're 40 um excuse <laughs> me sir? but it's like you know for being that we went through what we went through if we didn't go through what we went through if you didn't experience those type of hurt you know what i'm saying say I'm like early on would you be this you know self-conscious and hold yourself so accountable and do the work you know what i'm saying like so it's like in a way it's like it's hard it's ugly um but it's like it, it was necessary you know and i say i wouldn't take it because being that you know i feel like you're a very empathetic person you know um and you're sensitive to certain things and a lot of it is because of you know what it's like you know to be the outcast you know what it's like to feel left out you know what it's like to feel responsible of everyone else's emotions like everybody's emotionally depending on you and that's why you know you're able to empathize and you're able to you know have a heart for these things that where normal people a lot of people don't have it you know what I'm saying and it's like although yes those things suck but we can decide to like change it and to you know change our perspective and to be like you know I'm going to empower myself through this like god didn't allow us to experience certain things just to like hurt us but it's like he knew that this was a way for us to stay connected to him and to you know create community to speak on certain things to maybe help the next person who's going through what we went through you know so um just a little girl mm, mm,
0: mm, mm. my god it's crazy that you bring that up i i really i think i what i appreciated the most was just like It's probably, we spend the most time talking to God when we're pleading, when we're asking God, take this away from me. And something that I probably realized, was it last year or was it a couple months ago? I don't know. (laughs) My memory is not the best. But I realized, and it's crazy because I journaled it. I was like, I think that God isn't going to take away my anxiety. I don't I think I'm I'm probably always going to struggle with anxiety in some way and I think it's because he wants to keep me close to him cuz I promise you it's in those moments where I'm like god I literally cannot shut my mind off I I literally can't stop overthinking and especially anticipating the worst of a situation because of just like my mind is just wired that way and it's in those moments where i have to trust and depend and like you know there are moments where it's like he he eases the pain but also i feel like there are moments where i feel like he does it seems like he does nothing for me to just kind of go through it to show like okay this didn't take you out if that makes any sense and it's just crazy how he works because he's just so intentional and he knows what he's doing and um i'm just so i'm just so grateful and appreciative of that appreciative right. of that <laughs> but girl Oh, my goodness. Woo! Um, that was a lot. I had something else in mind, but I forgot. But um, one of the last things I want to end it with, because um, I know we've talked about just um, our journeys, our struggles, um, things that we've learned. But what are some of the things that have been good to us? Um, so do you have anything that have any things that have been good to you within the past <coughs> six months, within this past year? Um, yeah. Go ahead, girl.
1: Um honestly you know I feel like this is a good question because you know coming into this year if you would have told me that this happened in my year you know in a whole nother city move states not in school you know just everything that's happened to me I probably would have been like all right god take me now um <laughs> you know um like I'm we don't I'm done you know what I'm saying you're done you're done but um you're
0: done you're done
1: you know honestly i can say that right now i'm in a much better space i know what it's like to hit rock bottom i've hit rock bottom a few times Mm. and recently luckily that wasn't my bottom i want to thank god Mm. um but to just be able to you know on friday i got off of work and i don't know i was happy and i was like man this is me like this is who i am like just silly goofy melissa laughing for no reason like this is me i want to appreciate that i want to take that in um and just sitting and reflecting, it's like, dang, you know, what does a successful or a good year look like Mm -hmm. to you, to me? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I felt like I lost everything. It felt like for a moment I lost myself, you know, but at the end of the day, like, I'm proud of myself because one thing I can say is it's not the first time I've lost myself. And the beautiful thing about losing yourself is, you gotta find you again. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like you will find yourself again. And I'm I'm excited about who I'm finding because, you know, I'm I'm realizing that dang, like if I was if I had things my way, like would I be doing the things that I'm doing now? Like would I be recording music, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what I wanna yes. be writing it. Yes. Would I be trying to mend relationships or being accountable or, you know, like would I like, you know, so I'm I'm proud of myself because it's like, you know, <sighs> i didn't give up most importantly i didn't give up and um i'm really i'm really happy you know there's some good things that came out of it you know like i'm with my family now Mm -hmm. Uh, i'm being redirected um and overall i just can say that like obviously there's a lot of work to be done but i'm a better person (laughs) i'm a better person and um, I'm grateful for the gift of life. you know, recently, you just see so much going on, and mm. um it's hard not to be thankful to still be here mm. in spite of anything that you're going through or whatever you're you're facing. so, um, like I feel like one thing that I, I saw myself was like "Dang, like, you know, I was in the school, but then I' like I was in the studio. <laughs> like, I'm proud to say I'm gonna put a body of work together for myself to I love it. Like, put out finally and Excited. yeah
0: excited yeah i'm so a, excited sorry what i said what about you what are you proud about uh, what are some you said <laughs> feel like i've said so much already but i feel like one thing that i've been appreciating i think for one one thing that has been really good to me is just um music for sure I feel like for one I'm like I'm and I was telling I was like put me on to some new music put me on some to, put, to, put me on to some new artists because I feel like I listen I listen to a lot of this um the same songs that I know because I like them so much so they're like a lot of songs that I don't know because I was like I like the songs that I already know but anyway I have a great appreciation for that um and let's see I think just having these conversations, being in a state where I'm able to have conversations like this with myself, um, like without anybody else. And I feel like that's really where it starts. Like, okay, so so where am I before I invite somebody else into the the mess that is my life and what's going on with me? And, you know, that it really starts with me. And sometimes it's so hard. It's not sometimes it can be hard to share that when I feel like I, I know me, you know, And it's like Uh trying to explain like where I'm at and who I am to somebody else that you feel like, you know, knows you, but don't know you as much as you know yourself. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? So that's, that's interesting. But I would say, yeah, music for sure. I think, um, thankful for God, um, just guiding me, you know, through this path because girl, it's been an interesting year. And it's just crazy (laughs) because this year has gone by so fast and I feel like it just doesn't make any Mm -hmm. sense. Like 2022, just like, like the idea of next year being in like what, like two weeks, three weeks from now is just I, I don't understand it. But um, God is moving and God is good, so um, that's where I'm at. Especially with um, I think wanting to um, appreciate rebuilding friendships that I have as well. I feel like for me and you because we've known each other for so long, but I feel right. like we are we're like um, we're we're learning each other as well, even with us like being friends for so long. So I appreciate right. that as well um but yeah girl that's pretty much it I, I would say, say
1: that one thing i just there's so much like you Somebody really gotta stop lying to yourself and that's what i had to do and it's mm. been hard to stop lying to myself because i realized that for so long i was in survival and mm. you relate to but i was just like on survival like you know like really just out here trying to protect myself and just trying to you know like like you know when you go through things or whatever you know you feel like Your defense is up. Your guard is up. You can't let people in. You don't want to be honest with other people and yourself. And you just, you don't want to show no emotion. And um, I realized that that's not healthy. Mm -hmm. And I need people, like, for the longest. I'm like, man, I don't want a man. I don't need this. Or, you know, like, you know, I'm I'm, I'm trying to force myself to receive love from my friends. Because I have such a great community of people. If you know me, I'm not the type of person to... Like, I don't know, it's really weird for me when people show affection, but I'm like, no, this is not healthy, you know? So just kind of allowing myself to be loved on and to receive love, um, because we're human. We all need that, you know what I'm saying? And I don't want to be so hard body anymore. Like, I could be hard body when I need to be, you know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like, if if I really feel threatened, but around my friends, around my family, like, I want to just be okay and just yeah. be and to not be on defense mode and so angry and so not even angry but just like just so fenced up and so paranoid all the time i don't know mm. so yeah i don't i want to be that i want to be soft i want to be sweet
0: i want to be fragile not soft and sweet and fragile the melissa and, i know i like
1: <laughs> i know that's weird and i know that's probably Doesn't weird go. for you oops sorry i know that's probably weird for you hearing that because you know if you know me like i'm like really you know, but.
0: That's not how God wants us to be. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't
1: want to be that. Like, I want to be, I want to be, like, when I think of myself, like, three, four, five years from now, I want to just be, like, happy. Mm -hmm. And I want to have people around me who love to see me happy. And um, I want to be around people and make them happy. And,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: yeah, like, that's. I don't know. Like, I don't want to be on survival anymore. Like, I don't want to. I'm sorry. I be trying to act like I don't need nobody. I can do this all alone and da da da, da. But like, no, I can't. Yeah. Like, I have some good ass friends. I have some really amazing people in my life. I've been blessed to, you know, have friendships since when I was little. And you're saying we're, you know, I think what it is is like, you know, we're growing. Like, we weren't, we're not like the same nine year old girls that we were, you know, at nine years old, at 21, 22, going on 23. Like, you know what I'm saying? And it's just like, I'm honored. I take it as a joy and so, such an honor to be able to flex that I have friends from when I was little, but also to be able to do life with you, to watch you evolve. Because I can't imagine who the hell is going to be in 30 years. Like, maybe are you going to be getting um, an Oscar, an Emmy? Oh like, is, is this, is this like, <laughs> not when you do, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is my friend. Big flex. Big flex. Don't play with her. Do not play with Samlin. <laughs> No, don't play with solid Like <laughs> it, it's just like it better, and it's like I'm excited, um, and I want to be able to really be present in my friendships, and to really, you know, yeah. just be a better friend, mm-hmm. a better person. Because yeah. you know, life is real, and it's only going to get realer. And it's like no better feeling when you know you have a solid team, a solid tribe, you know, yeah. around you, and
0: yeah, yeah, I feel that 100 percent, girl. Um there was something that you said that I wanted to piggyback off of but I I, mean, I completely forgot I really forgot uh I'm gonna take a second a Friendship now, thanks no yeah it was definitely that but oh, dang oh no yes 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 um and it's weird because for the, <laughs> for the longest um time I just like especially with some of the conversations that we've had recently um, within the years. Like, uh, and I think Mm -hmm. you've even expressed this to me, like, wow, like, Sam, like, I know, like, when we were growing up together like you were kind of just like a wall like no one could really get past you girl and like the fact that you're even like like open enough to like even tell me what's going on and like you know this is growth and all that and it's like yeah I want I... to be out and it's, it's because like it's always been awkward for me to like kind of like let people in my world for whatever reason only because like I feel like it's a world that I'm still trying to figure out, and out you know all the details and just because I didn't fully understand who I was or I don't, you know what I mean? It, it was just so layered. And like, especially now, given that I like in rebuilding relationships that I have, and um, especially with the perspective that I have of um friendship now, it's like, I appreciate that, you know, that we have conversations like this, for one. And they're like, and, and I feel like for me, it's gonna like always kind of be a little awkward to be like, Oh, should I say this? Should I tell her? But I'm like, yes, like, I should tell her this girl's my friend. But yeah, that's just me that's just something that I feel like I'm growing out of um but yeah girl it's been it's been rough but you know God has been good nonetheless so oh actually something else that I remembered is that I was inspired actually Melissa gave me the name Psalm so then I was like okay Psalm speaks I'm just gonna I'm just gonna do that so if y'all was wondering where I got my name from I got it from Melissa um yes because she has that much of an impact on my life (laughs) so yeah but any closing remarks, Melissa, before we end this, girl?
1: Um, no, I'm just really glad that we got to do this. Um. Really honored. You know how I feel about our conversations. They're always full of just so much substance. So mm-hmm. big flex, big flex. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like just big flex because not everybody can say that they have these conversations with their friends. You know, a lot of people's friends are enablers or just, you know, oh, no. or they're no, Or they're worried about the wrong things. Like, a lot of people are just, like... Who can... Like, it's a big flex to be able to sit here and say, I got some real-ass friends. We worried about each other's soul. Like, we worried about each other's spirit. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. people be about the wrong stuff. And it's like, man, your friend's a demon. Like, (laughs) you you worried about what what shoes they got on or how many likes or who followed them. Your friend is a demon. Like... You're stupid. Somebody need to... Somebody need to say something. I'm just kidding. (laughs) But, um... Yeah, like, this is a big flex. And...
0: I love you here. I, I love, love you, you too. I love you too, girl. <laughs> Thank y'all for listening.